the SA scene. Taking you inside the Festival State's tennis community, thanks to Langman and Lay Elite Tennis Academy. Providing coaching for all standards and ages in a group or private setting at Glen Lee Tennis Club. Inquire at LLETATennisAcademy at gmail.com or follow on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. Welcome to Position 7 of Season 2 of the SAC. I'm Bevan Jones, where each month I take you inside the South Australian tennis community. In our 7th edition for 2023, I catch up with Don Marafioti, who is a former professional tennis player and now the business owner of High Performance Tennis. I also catch up with Helen Rice, founder of Helen Rice Tennis School, a business she's had for over 40 years now and was also previously a professional tennis player. And I caught up with Jaden Kemp, who recently won the prestigious Yvonne Gulligan Cawley Medal of Excellence for his outstanding leadership connection and behaviour on and off the court at the 4th edition of the National Indigenous Tennis Carnival in Darwin. Don Marafioti was a professional tennis player and employee with Tennis SA until he decided to start his own business called High Performance Tennis. I caught up with Dom to find out more about the business, how it all began, the joy of working with young up-and-coming stars, and how he first got the passion for tennis. Now, Dom, you're currently a coach at ETKG and the business owner for High Performance Tennis. Tell us more about your role there. Uh, thanks, Bevo. Thanks for having me on. I uh, appreciate the, your time. Uh, yes, yeah, so look, I, in 2014, um, I started High Performance Tennis at ETKG Tennis Club and has been there, obviously, up until now and hopefully be there for a little bit longer as well. Tell us more about, you know, what's involved with High Performance Tennis. Yeah, so look, we I started the business, obviously, I, I previously had a role at Tennis SA as the state coach and state strength and conditioning coach. And 2014, that role came to an end. Uh, I was fortunate enough to get the role at ETKG Tennis Club, which was a little bit of a uh, a full circle moment for me because as a junior, that was my first ever tennis club I played for. And now to go back and actually help that next generation or generations to come uh, develop their tennis was a uh, was pretty it was pretty cool. So yeah, we we started in 2014. Started on my own seven kids working seven days a week uh, and now we've grown to you know six coaches and we're seeing probably anywhere between 150 to 200 kids a week um, yeah. various various programs you know we have hot shots and adult groups and cardio and and then obviously my passion um, and has been developing over the years uh, has been on the performance side so my, my schedule's full of tournament players and aspiring tennis players that want to maybe go down the professional pathway or through college. And yeah, so that's what I, that's what I do on a daily basis. Congratulations on, on the growth of your business. Wow, what a, what a turnaround to go from seven a week to over 200. That's phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> it was tough work, but we got, we got there. I guess what do you enjoy about you know, working with young people and tell us about some of the success stories that you've worked with along the way? Yeah, look, I think obviously be, being in the private sector, um, obviously pre- previous being in, you know, with Tennis SA and Tennis Australia, the private sector is is great. It, it has a really great community feel. Um, it's 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 a pleasure to go to work, whatever I do, but you just it's just a nice place to be. It's in a really nice setting, ETKG at the Kensington Gardens Reserve. So, you know, nature everywhere. Um, and look, just to see kids smile or move up divisions uh just come back year after year to keep playing because they enjoy it that's that's really what the majority of the business is about um and that and that's been growing obviously the club has been growing the programs have been growing the coaching staff have been growing so it's it's a really nice community 
to be be around every day. Um, and and I and I enjoy it a lot. So that's probably why I don't have too many days off. <laughs> uh, <that's laughs> my, uh, families, maybe I, I should probably spend more time with the family, but the job <laughs> has more time. But uh, and look, obviously, success stories. Look, there's there's so many. I mean, it's a grassroots level all the way through to performance. So I mean, just if you want to, the most recent being a, a player named Christina Ty, who uh, has just the last six tournaments at an ITF level. So an ITF junior ranking has moved from eight, 820 to 310. Uh, so she's been just on an absolute roll and, you know, won three doubles titles. And, yeah, you just see the hard work and dedication she put into training blocks at the, at the start of the year come to fruition through the, through the middle part of the year now. So that's probably the most recent. But, look, there are so many. Um, but, yeah, that, that's the most recent. And what a great story as well, like you mentioned before, playing for ETKG in your juniors and then going back there now, that's uh, that's quite an amazing story there in itself, isn't it? Yeah, and, and just to see, like, just the names on, on the honour boards and stuff like that, people that obviously were junior coordinators when I was there and, yeah, the courts were the same when I got there. Uh, obviously, there's been a, a huge redevelopment uh, in the last two years, but it was uh, it was pretty surreal and, you know, there's still some familiar faces from when I was around, <laughs> But obviously, there's there's a lot of new faces as well. But it was definitely a, a very cool moment when when I got the role there. That's for sure. You won the 2023 Coach Excellence Award. Tell us more about this award and I guess what it means to you, Don, winning that. Yeah, look, I've, I've, yeah, I mean, I don't like talking about it too much. I, this is the second year I shared it with Sam Wall last year. This this year I won that on my own. Uh, but look, it's just. I guess it's just acknowledgement for for the hard work, not only that I put in, but the parents as well, the athletes, but also the coaching staff as well. Like everyone's involved. So it's really not a single award for me. I mean, I I got the recognition, but it really is a team effort. And and I think that's what I'm most proud of, that everyone's involved and and, and it's everybody's award, not, not just mine. I guess I just go up on stage and collect it, really. <laughs> That's about all. Oh, you're very modest. <laughs> yeah. And you're currently playing tennis at the moment yourself, Tom? No, no, not at all. I haven't played since 2005. Uh, oh, wow. When I stopped playing professional tennis, um, just just the business was, it was too difficult to commit. And also I have a family as well. So I, I need to spend some time with the family. So that's usually the Saturdays and, and Sunday afternoons that I, that I dedicate to the family time. So I would like to play, not sure if the body would uh, agree with me, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, maybe one day, hopefully, hopefully one day I can play again. <laughs> I guess tennis is one of those sports you can play as, as old as you like, can't you? You hear yeah, people playing right. their nineties and stuff these days, which is amazing. So <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, absolutely. And And your own journey, you mentioned, you know, you played your juniors at ETKG and, and yep. you played professionally as well. Tell us more about that as well, Dom. Yeah, look, obviously started when I was six, uh, obviously at ETKG and then obviously got a, a passion for playing, really took it quite seriously around the age of uh, 14 and obviously grew up through the system uh, at Tennis SA back then. It was a little bit different uh, up through development talent squads and, and the South Australian Sports Institute with Roger Tizer. Uh, and then obviously from there, I went I went on a, my professional journey. Didn't really do much in a, in the junior space, uh, but probably on the road when I was 16, seven months of the year plus for eight years. 
Uh, so really learnt, uh, learnt to adapt to different cultures and environments quickly. And yeah, so that was, that was a good seven, eight years on the road uh, professionally. Got to about 328 in singles and, and around the same in doubles, a little bit less, uh, until about 2005 when I ended up coming home and had hip surgery. Uh, no one really knew what was what was wrong, but it was ex excruciatingly painful. Um, and, and that's sort of then when I took on coaching to try and coach the next generation. That was sort of the journey through the juniors and professional. And yeah, obviously took my role then with um, Tennis SA as the state strength and conditioning coach, as well as the state coach and helping kids transition into what was called then the National Academy. And then obviously I'm at my club now, uh, but I'm also involved with Tennis Australia through their zone squads, which is a pathway for kids that maybe aren't quite tracking towards the national development squads. Uh, but we, we try and help assist through squad training to actually transition them back into the national development squad where they're, where they're taken over by Sand and Stolly and, and the team at Tennis SA. So that's sort of that's sort of the journey. Um, obviously, lots of ups and downs along the road, uh, but yeah, it was it was a great time and learnt a lot. You know, as a, as a person, uh, made a lot of connections overseas. Still have a lot of connections both domestically and internationally. Um, and I got an opportunity to work with with a lot of coaches through that journey. Many of which have been on on your program as well. Like obviously, Brod Dyke a few years ago. He was uh, probably the most instrumental in my journey um, as a player. Um, he probably doesn't like me saying that, but uh, it, it is <laughs> it is the truth. He uh, A lot of life lessons learned through his coaching. Um, and, you know, his, his record speaks for itself. Yeah. yeah, exactly. No, wonderful bloke for sure. And a, a big congratulations for the success of your career as well, Don. That's certainly something to be very proud of getting in the, in the 300s. That's amazing. So well done on that. And in terms of tennis, you know, you said before that you, you started playing about six years old. Was there something in the family that got you into it or was it through sort of watching it on, on the telly? How did you get into it? Uh, that was actually through when I was at school. There was, uh, I guess they used to have these, I, I think they were called like talent scouts or camps or something along those lines. This was obviously, you know, in the mid to late 80s. Uh, and uh, it was, I don't know, they just, and they said, oh, you'd be suited to tennis. And I, I found a local coach and, and I started from there. And that's that's how it all started. My parents weren't sporting people at all, um, didn't know anything about tennis. And that was sort of how it all started. I mean, yeah, maybe without that, maybe I wouldn't have played at all. I'm not sure. And in terms of your career, obviously been very successful as a player and, and now as a coach as well. But who's been some of the biggest influences on your tennis career uh, both playing and, and you know professionally as well as a coach. Well, I think growing up, it was I, I had obviously the pleasure of actually growing up with Leighton Hewitt. Um, not that I had much to do with Leighton, but obviously he was the same age, same birth year. Uh, but you know, I, I was lucky enough to get on a couple of Australian tours, so Junior Davis Cup and and, and, a, and a and a touring team. And obviously that age group was extremely strong. Obviously Roger Federer was around. So, you know, he was he was the one that, you know, you really tried to aspire to be, or well, that's that's definitely what I was. So and that was definitely something I looked up to. Uh I obviously I got I got the chance to play a lot of great players like uh Rafa Nadal, I played Roger, and I got to play Novak Djokovic as well, which was which was pretty cool. 
didn't have yeah. any wins against. It was the big, the big three. That's amazing. Yeah, the big three. <laughs> yeah, losing, losing record, but I did play the big three. Um, so that that was sort of, <laughs> yeah. That Roger was definitely the one that I, I was aspiring to to try and play. Uh, that, but in terms of who inspired me, you know, back as coaches, like I've already mentioned, Rod Dyke was was a big one. Uh, but there are many. SA coaches that I that I worked with so that and all had different parts through my development. So Graham Neville comes to mind uh, early on. Roger Tizer, who I worked with at the South Australian Sports Institute for a long time. Rod Dyke, and then I ended up finishing. Uh, my last coach was uh, Peter Smith, um, which was which was really good, right? So I had a really good relationship with Peter. So I, I had some really good people around me through different phases and, you know, each one brought to the table something different. And, and that's sort of what I, I guess, try to do now in my coaching as well is, is trying to provide that holistic approach to everybody through an athlete development. It's not about one thing or another. It's about trying to be, be a great person and, and trying to develop, you know, through the, through the years and, and longevity in the sport. Well, Dom Marifioti, thanks so much for joining us on the SA scene today. Really great to hear about your journey so far and and keep up the great work and, and all the very best with, with high-performance tennis and, and look forward to, you know, seeing what other future superstars that you're involved with down the track as well. Thanks, Bevo. Appreciate your time. Great to catch up with Dom and hear about his love for being a tennis coach and the story behind his business, High Performance Tennis. To our next guest, Helen Rice, a former professional tennis player who went through the US college system before starting her own business, Helen Rice Tennis School, which she's had now for over 40 years. We welcome Helen Rice for the first time to the show. Now, you're obviously, you've been involved with tennis for a long time. You've, you've got the Helen Rice Tennis School, which we're talking off air before you've had for over 40 years. It's just unbelievable, Helen. So, yeah, tell us about how that all came about and, and what you love about doing it to, to be involved for such a long period. Yeah, sure. Well, um, first of all, I guess I started playing as a kid and uh, won a couple of little scholarships from my coach, Tom Joy, way back. Love co- love playing, um, went to college in America, did a few tours of Europe, had some bad injuries, ended up um, having to stop my playing career, uh, played a state level here. And then I, from there, I'd done work experience um, with my coaching and really enjoyed it and loved working with kids. I was studying teaching over there, so I really enjoyed that. And I thought, oh, maybe I'll have a go at coaching here. So then did some certifications with Tennis Australia and started my business really from uh, one person or a few people that my, my mother's friends, uh, she played social tennis and they started having lessons and then some of their kids had lessons on a private court and then it, it just went from there. I just realised that this is what I love and just thought I can build a business. I used to used to sell my eggs and the cow manure on the farm as a, as a kid and I thought so I had a little bit of business acumen I think and uh, went from there um, just building the, building the business and then it started getting a bit big for me and um, employed a couple of other coaches and yeah the rest is sort of history I suppose. We over the years coached at a few of the schools, Pembroke, Scotch, Concordia, uh, then I guess the missing link, we'd always send kids off to various clubs to play because we also coached out of Netherby Tennis Club, which is a social club. And then an opportunity came up about 20 years ago to be club coach at Denman Tennis Club. So I went for that role and I've been there over 20 years. And recently we've also attained Bellevue Heights Tennis Club. And so from there, it's um, just growing and growing. 
And you've got your two kids involved, Steph and Saskia. That must be very special having them involved in the uh, in the Helen Rice Tennis School as well. Yeah, that that's that was a real gem. It's been fantastic. They're they're great. They've done their qualifications with TA as well. They're club pros, and they they just love it. I never ever thought that would happen. Um, so we've got three kids, Saskia and then Tommy and Steph are twins and Saskia and Steph played a lot of tennis. Tommy sort of went to cricket a bit more and, and he's enjoyed that and he's, he's up in Darwin doing um, as a doctor. Um, Sus and Steph both studied, they did exercise physiology, human movement and teaching and they were sort of on their way to those careers but then always did part-time coaching and loved it and I guess funnily enough saw the life I led even though the hours are a bit odd but they've lived with it all their lives and they loved it and they said we want to do this too and and they're doing it now and if they do it continue to do it that's fantastic but if they happen to change their minds that's okay too. And in terms of your own personal career like we spoke again off air about this before and and you got up to you're in the 200s professionally and and you went to the college but then uh, you said it was a bit too crazy and you didn't sort of go I guess go as hard as what you could have tell us more about those early days of of playing tennis and growing up in the farm as well yeah well yeah my parents um, purchased a farm when I was eight and we went out there to Kangarilla so I wasn't too far away but went to Kangarilla primary and then played at the local club there but came down to town for coaching the, the, then to have had this playing career, I just loved it. And I, I played a bit of golf as well, and I thought tennis or golf. And I just knew from about 12 or 13 that I really wanted to be involved in tennis. Uh, so I, I trained pretty hard and played state level. Uh, it was back in the day, it was called a Wayne Reed Cup and Wilson Cup, the state teams. Then I, had, I was over in Europe and offered a tennis scholarship at a United, uh, in the States, in Texas. So I took that on. And as I say, that could have been an undoing because it was very social <laughs> and I loved the, I loved the party life. Um, we trained, but we also had all-you-could-eat salad bars and shabbily wine for 50 cents, which was a bit dangerous in our training. <laughs> so it wasn't quite as serious as it is these days, but it was just really good fun. And I also then realised, I think, I went back to Europe and had a great time with lots of people I'd met from Australians and other other nations interstate and I just enjoyed the social side and I think I I think my two or three hours a day training was enough but really it probably wasn't to take it to that next level um, so I don't think I was you know I admit I'm not wasn't single-minded enough really which you have to be to go to that next level but uh, the experiences were gold and I just think it really helped me in my business I was I finished year 12 quite young and you know those next three or four years when I traveled it was just um, just fantastic experience, life experiences I think that I, I had then and, and, and I could put those into my career as a tennis coach. And what is it most you enjoy about being a coach Helen that sort of kept you doing that for, for 40 plus years? I think the big thing is that I've, I've been passionate about it and the reason I've been passionate about it is I've, I've been a, what I call a lifelong learner. A lot of my teachers at school would be a bit surprised at that and my colleagues at school because I didn't study particularly hard. Uh, but I'm a lifelong learner in something I'm passionate about. So I continued to attend workshops and conferences and continued to update over the years my own, my own knowledge and skills and change with the times because in that period of time then... I think the uh, game's changed and coaching styles have changed and so I've been involved in a lot of Tennis Australia and Tennis SA um, activities as well 
where I was uh, hot shots, what's called the modified tennis in Australia is called hot shots. So I was invited over and did a three day workshop with a, a world leader, Mike Barrell, and a group, about 12 of us did that, and we were hot shots mentors. So we also passed that knowledge on to other coaches and, and the coaching team that I have. And then a few years later, cardio tennis became a big thing here, and I was involved in cardio tennis mentoring as well and workshops with a woman from uh, Michelle Krauss, a woman from the States and, and, and they're just inspirational people and I think I love, I love being surrounded by inspirational people and being inspired and then hope to inspire others as well. And what do you think are the, the biggest traits in you know, coaching, being a successful coach? I think the love, you've got to be passionate, um, caring, trustworthy as a coach. A lot of people put their trust in you as a coach and developing people over and above tennis players. We develop tennis players, but we, we see it at the Hill and Rush Tennis School, all the coaches see it, that they're de- developing people in the industry and people for their lives. So we're not just the tennis coaches, but we, we can be the psychologist sometimes, we can be the carer, we can be all sorts of people. And I think that connection to people is really number one for us. You're the previous winner of the Newcomb Medal and you're a finalist again this year. What would it mean to you to, to win that award and uh, what would it mean to you to, to win it again for the second time round? Well, it did mean a lot because I guess um, we, we work very hard and it's myself and the team of coaches. I, I like to say it's obviously I've done a lot personally but my, my coaching team, Saskia, Steph and, and there's a whole team of coaches that have just done an amazing job so it is, it's just, it is lovely to have the recognition, but I don't think we do it for that as well. Once again, it's a, it's a recognition of the programs we run, and we run everything from grassroots, three, four, five-year-olds, through to team tennis at the club. We're one of the biggest clubs in Adelaide with the most teams. Uh, we have a, a great retention uh, moving on to, to senior tennis. We have female retention, and we do a lot in that the, the department of developing kids for life um, cardio tennis for adults it's, it's health and fitness so we do cover a lot of things and I think being recognized for that is very special uh, look I'll go in I'm in it again but if I win it that's great if I don't we still know we're doing the best we can and you've got a very interesting story to tell as well about how you met your your hubby who's previously from Germany explain that a bit more Helen yeah we, we met, uh, not sure it was allowed these days, um, he was actually a student of mine. He was out here working on the Oban busway. He was site engineer and a group of his colleagues and himself, he, wanted, he thought, oh, I'll come to Australia, I've got to learn to play tennis. So he took a few tennis lessons. Then I was going overseas to do some coaching, came back, he had some lessons with another coach of mine with, his, with the group of the other German people that he was uh, colleagues with here, working on the Oban. Um, One of my other coaches took them, and then when I came back, I took over the group again. This was back in late 80s. Um, They sort of, they they continued to have lessons, then he wanted to have some private lessons, and because it was the end of the evening, we'd go off and maybe have a drink at the pub or go to the Ed, and uh, so we got to know each other, and I think it sort of went from there, whereas if it hadn't been in the end of the night, also also I'd travelled a lot too, and I really accepted other people that were here, and it was found people that came from other places really interesting so I think that sort of helped because I said oh let's go and you know go to the pub and have a drink and and get together socially so after we did get together socially um, the tennis waned and he never really became a tennis player.
<laughs> but but he's a, we've been together ever since, had the three kids and had a lovely, lovely life shared together. And obviously an extra excuse to go back to Germany as well. It's a fantastic excuse to go back to Germany. We have family over there, so we do go back. And we took the kids when they were little. Uh, uh, Suski went to six months. Tommy, Steph and Sus when they were 18 months and three and a half. And that was, that's when we decided we wouldn't have any more children because there's a one in four chance of having twins again. And five on the road would be too hard and too expensive. So uh, that was it for the kids. But we, went, we continued to go over there every so often. But now we go more because it's just us two together or the kids might come over for holidays as well. Um, we do a lot of hiking over there and, and bike riding and it's good fun. And speaking of the on the road, the next few months you've got some pretty busy months ahead travelling around Australia. Explain more about that as well, Helen. Yeah, well, Tennis Australia are, um, are rolling out what's called the National Programs Roadshow. They have revamped the Hot Shots and Cardio Tennis programs. Recently they came to do some filming at Denman of our programs, both Cardio and Hot Shots, and they went around Australia to about maybe eight different coaching centres and did a lot of filming and a lot of questionnaires of our students and our, our, some of our parents. So they've put together a whole new rollout of new programs and about, I think about six of us are going around to different states um, to deliver these, these programs. And we're hoping that lots of other coaches come on board come and see what the new formats will be nothing you know it's not world breaking it's just updating really updating what's already pretty successful but hoping to keep ahead of the game and keep kids in tennis oh good and you're also involved with the um, women's tennis foundation explain more about your involvement with that Helen. yeah the women's tennis foundation is a very important foundation which we'd love people to join up if you google women's tennis foundation it would be great uh, because what we do, we're a non-profit organisation and we look to raise money to help uh, young women, enthusiastic young players to go on tour. It's such an expensive thing to go on tour. Uh, it costs a lot of money and we give about, it's currently giving five scholarships a year to those players that apply and meet the criteria. And it's, it just really helps them, not only money-wise, but to know someone really cares about them. It's a lonely life out there, but if they've got a foundation behind them, which uh, has a membership and has benefits, membership benefits, then uh, you just, just if you're overseas and you're on your own, knowing someone back there cares, and with social media, we can we can help them with that and uh, and help them in the money with the money as well. And the people that are listening today as well, and they want to come along and join the the Helen Rice Tennis. It's very successful Helen Rice Tennis School. How can they get involved? They can Google us, HelenRiceTennisSchool.com.au, uh, HelenRiceTennis.com.au, in fact. Um, we have cardio tennis programs, hot shots, private lessons, semi-private lessons. Uh, we look after anyone and everyone, all sorts of levels, and we'll hopefully give you a great time. And we're not only about your tennis, but your health and fitness as well. We feel that's just a really important part of life, to be out there having fun, keeping healthy. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the SA scene today, Helen Rice. Uh, keep up the great work and uh, thanks once again. Great. Thanks, Bevo. It's been wonderful. Thank you very much. Great to catch up with Helen and hear about all the fantastic things she's done during her tennis career as a player and coach. 
To our final guest for this episode, we welcome impressive teenager Jaden Kemp, who recently won the prestigious Yvonne Gorlagon Cawley Medal of Excellence at the fourth edition of the National Indigenous Tennis Carnival in Darwin. We spoke about what the award meant to him, what it was like to meet Yvonne, and where he got the love for tennis, as well as his future ambitions. Now, Jane, you were recently awarded the Yvonne Gulagong Cawley Medal of Excellence at the National Indigenous Tennis Carnival. What did this mean to you? And- um, yeah, look, it was awesome, um, you know, heading over there. I know that award was um, up for offer and, um, you know, being there for a few years um, back and forth to Darwin, I know that I really wanted that award and um, I know, like, it holds such a great honour. Um, especially with Yvonne's name around it. Um, so yeah, that was that was really special to really um to win that and for her to call out my name. Um, it was amazing. And yeah, seeing Yvonne and meeting her, you know, it's it's really special. And um, you know, just her presence just makes the whole whole event a lot better. Um, and you know, she mm-hmm. talks to everyone, and she's she's just amazing. So um, yeah, it was a huge honor. Wonderful, mate. And you know, tell us a bit more about the carnival, what it's all about, and. And yeah, what was what it was like being up there in Darwin? Obviously, getting a bit of sun from such a cold winter, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, it was, it was such a difference. Um, you could definitely feel it as soon as you uh, exit that plane. But um, no, it was awesome. Um, but yeah, the National Indigenous Tennis Carnival really allows Indigenous kids around Australia um, to have some fun in tennis um, in a competitive and non-competitive way, um, and it opens up opportunities for um, a lot of kids um, and you know, also allows certain communities and certain kids around Australia to do stuff that sometimes they're not able to do, um, especially like we had Tiwi Islands come down, um, which was amazing and that was really special. And, you know, they don't get, they don't have tennis courts from uh, where they live. So having them able to have some fun and, you know, we try to make it special for them because they don't get opportunities like this all the time. Um, it was really good. So, yes, it had a lot of a big tennis component to it, but it was really a lot of cultural events and um, activities along the way too. So, yeah. And tell us about yourself, your involvement over there. So did you play singles and dubs or, you know, what was your involvement with the carnival? Yeah. So I was in the, um, so they do a tennis tournament with the top eight UTRs and they make a singles tournament out of that. So sadly there was no doubles um, up there, although I wish there was, but yeah, um, <laughs> I made it, yeah, I made it to the, I uh, made it to the semifinals um, and then lost. Um, it was actually funny because the guy I lost to this year was the guy I lost to last year in the semifinals. So, oh. it was, um, yeah, a bit annoying, a bit annoying, but um, no, it was a really good hit. Yeah, a lot of fun. And, yeah, the heat definitely takes a lot out of you when you're used to the cold for a little bit. So, um, yeah. <laughs> and tell us a bit more about your tennis journey. You're currently a member of Tea Tree Gully. When did you first start playing tennis? And, and yeah, how's it all going at the moment? And, and uh, what's your situation? You mentioned before you got a, a pretty good GTR rating. Uh, yeah, so I probably started when I was around seven, so it'll be 11 years now. Um, it was funny because me and my, my parents went up to, um, you know, Memorial Drive to watch the World Tennis Challenge uh, when it was being held here. And, you know, we were just in line going in. And then I got asked if I want to just have a hit on center court before the players came out. And um, so I went out there, had a little hit, had a lot of fun. Um, and then we're like, so what, what can I do next to, you know, keep playing and having fun? And then that's when... I got led to Golden Grove Tennis Club um, for a little bit, and I still coach there quite a bit. Um, and then, yeah, now I'm at Teacher Gully Tennis Club uh, playing quite a bit there, um, playing Metro 1, at, um, sorry, Div 1 at the moment in winter, and I'm hoping to play Metro 1 in summer season. And, um, yeah, no, doing really well at the moment. Yeah, the UTR is not too bad, but um, hoping to boost it up a little bit more soon still. 
And where'd you get that influence you mentioned before? Like you were there in the lineup for you know for the Memorial Drive event, but uh, we if your family tennis players as well, or was it just something you sort of you just watched on TV and got really into it? Yeah, it was something just on TV. Um, yeah, mum and dad had never played it. It was quite funny when we first started because you know we were we're all clueless on what to do, and we we're just trying to have fun and have hits in that um, before I had proper coaching. Um, but yeah, it, it just really started with that, and then we just try to find public course to have hits with. Um, and yeah, and then, you know, being able to go to Golden Grove and then getting coached more and more and having more fun and enjoying it. And I remember playing my first hot shot season in Greenville when I was still getting taught Orange Ball and we won it. And, you know, having that feeling of, you know, being competitive and winning is, is something that I really looked forward to do, like looked forward doing. Um, and yeah, just had a lot of fun doing that. So, yeah. What's it like at the moment playing Division One and playing against seniors as well? Uh, good. Yeah, I've probably been playing seniors for around four years now. Um, you know, when you first start, you really learn a lot about patience and, you know, not rushing. When you play juniors, you know, a lot of kids will try and rush the shot or, you know, try and make a, like, super insane shot, in which is very rare. With seniors, they just hit the ball back and they keep on hitting it back. Well, that's what that's what it felt like to begin with. Um but then, yeah, now playing seniors, it's a lot of fun. And, you know, you verse a lot of different game styles um, because seniors are such a, you know, such a range of ages. So you've got a few of your older folks that, you know, chip and charge or run into the net and just really good with their hands. And then you've got the, the younger ones who are more aggressive on the baseline and, you know, really push you back. So um, it's it's really good playing uh, seniors. And Div 1 is, is really tough. Um, you know, you have all, all kinds of players and all kinds of upcoming players as well. So um, you really don't know what, what to expect and it really keeps you on your toes. So, yeah, it's really good. And you're actually a coach as well yourself, which is which is amazing for someone so young. What's the what's the age group that you coach and, and what do you enjoy about that? Yeah, uh, I've been coaching for around two years now at our Golden Grove Tennis Club. Um, and, and, yeah, it's it's really fun. I coach – I normally coach around the Red Bull and Orange Bull kids, so mostly kids up to ages of 10. Um, and – you know, I just really want them to have fun and kind of have the fun I had when I was younger because um, I remember, you know, being coached when I was young and enjoying it, having fun. And I kind of looked up to that and thinking, you know, I want these kids to have fun, learn, of course, and really, you know, try hard, but, you know, to, to keep them having fun. Otherwise, they won't enjoy the sport anymore and not to push them too hard either because then, you know, they'll go back to their parents or something saying, you know what, I don't like this anymore. It's, you know, it's too much pressure or something. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really, it's really amazing seeing them, you know, improve after saying stuff, you know, either like, you know, fix your arm or like move around the ball or something and then seeing them improve it's you know, it's a really good feeling. And that's the, that's the feeling I look for every time I go out there. That's a great attitude, mate. And, and what do you think the keys are to, to being a good coach? Well, um, I think a lot of it's just having fun, having fun. Um, you know, a lot of the kids, you know, figure out what they're doing themselves, um, Along with them, sorry, along with you, you know, guidelining them and, you know, telling them specific things to fix and that. But I think the main importance is just having fun. Um, once you have fun, you know, you relax a lot more and, um, you know, you're more free and, and seeing the kids have fun and, and laugh and then still really see them really try to hit that ball or really try, you know, to, to focus on the things to focus on. It's it's amazing to see. In terms of yourself, uh, who's your coach at the moment, Jaden? 
My coach at the moment is uh, Craig Masley from uh, Golden Grove Tennis Club. Um, he's been my oh, coach good man, for... Craig. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's been my coach for around ten years now. Um, and yeah, we just have we have a blast on court, and um, you know, he's really pushed me to um, you know, to where I am now. So I, I think without him, I wouldn't be probably the person I am on court and off court because he's really taught me a lot as a mentor as well. And in terms of future ambitions, so you're doing year 12 at the moment, obviously that's your, your focus, but yeah, what's the plan going forward with your tennis? Or are you going to you focus on a play, your playing side of things or are you going to focus on your coaching or what do you think? Yeah, it's tough. Um, right now, yeah, year 12 is taking up a lot of my time. So I have had to stop the amount of trainings that I have done. Um, but I'm planning on next year taking a gap year and seeing what tennis coaching can do for me, do more of the courses with Tennis mm -hmm. SA. Um, to see how well that goes. Um, but along with that, also do some more tennis training as well because I also do want to see how far I can go in tennis still. Um, I know I'm 18 and I'm a bit older, but I still want to see how far I can get, if that's state league or if that's interstate tournaments. I'm not sure yet, but I'm just going to try and push as hard as I can to see how far I can go. I love that. So would, would college be on your radar as well, potentially? or I have thought about college um, and I know there's a lot of opportunities out there and, and it seems like a really great experience and I'm, I love the atmosphere that it has around it and, um, you know, it's just so much bigger over there. Um, so it is definitely a thought that has crossed my mind and I was thinking about looking at it more for next year and the year after. Um, but yeah, still still in the thought process about that. And you play at Teacher Gully award-winning club, you know, keeps on winning awards for fun at the moment. So what makes the, the club so special, Jaden? Um, I think it's the atmosphere. It's the, it's, you know, it's such a massive family over there at Teacher Gully. Um, you know, there's always stuff going on at nights after, you know, senior competitions or Friday nights. Um, and everyone just has fun. Um, it's, yeah, it's a really special environment over there at Teacher Gully. And it's, you know, it's going to get bigger and bigger with the um, with the new clubhouse awarded to us as well. Um, so it's just going to be a massive venue for, um, you know, tennis in South Australia. Well, Jane Kemp, thanks so much for joining us on the SA scene today. Really great to chat with you. And well done again on winning that prestigious award. And, and we look forward to following your journey, whether it be as a, a coach or a player. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Fantastic to hear from Jaden and hear about his impressive journey so far. Thanks for tuning in for the seventh of our monthly SAC podcast for 2023. If you have a guest idea, drop us a line at thefirstservesen at gmail.com. That's thefirstservesen at gmail.com. Catch you next time. The First Serve is your home of tennis at thefirstserve.com.au. Log on to find out all the details of our live radio show, other podcasts, Read weekly features by our team of writers and follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok and subscribe to our YouTube channel.